Are you ready to take control of your wealth and design the life you envision for yourself and your family? Welcome to Wealth of Insight with Austin Wittenberg from Wittenberg Wealth Partners. Austin guides you through the entire planning process to help you build a plan that seeks to protect your financial future. He empowers you with creative investment opportunities and planning ideas to help you understand and achieve your long-term goals. It's time to gain confidence in your financial future. Now, onto the show. Welcome back to the Wealth of Insight podcast. I'm your host, Austin Wittenberg, joined by Wendy McConnell again today. Happy to be here, Austin. Yes, we were just discussing we're the only ones working on a holiday today, huh, to get this recording in. That's so. okay. Anything <laughs> for you, Austin. Well, I appreciate that. You know, I mentioned to you, I'm just coming off of a vacation that my wife and I had been planning on for about five years. So it'd been a long time coming here. And as I was on this vacation prepping for it, I thought, hey, you know, there are financial pitfalls people run into as it relates to travel. So I wanted to talk about a few things, few ways, smart ways to travel, let's say. It's not maybe necessarily, you know, the point of this isn't going to be the cheapest way to travel. Now we'll talk about some of those there, but just some financially smart things to do as you prepare for travel. So now, how does that sound? to traveling abroad, do you want to tell us where you went? Uh, sure. I We went to Italy. Okay. So it was our 10-year wedding anniversary, a few years delayed because of COVID and international oh. travel issues, right? So, <laughs> so some of these will be international things to consider. Others just, again, in general, good things to think about when you're traveling. Okay. So, you know, a few travel-related, really only one travel-related statistic here I wanted to talk about. And this is a few years old. I couldn't find super recent data on that, probably because travel has been messed up, you know, because of COVID and other things over the last few years. But there was a statistic that I saw that 74% of Americans have gone into debt in order to travel. So that's what I wanted to target today and what I wanted to try to, you know, address and, and ways to to prevent that from happening because that, you know, there are good kinds of debt buying a home. You know, you typically have to use debt, even buying a car typically have to use debt, but loading up your credit cards just to travel. I'm not sure is the best use of debt there. So I wanted to talk about that and just ways to um, avoid that. Now I mentioned my wife and I've been planning on this trip for five years. And I think the, the best way to prevent yourself from having to go into debt to travel is to plan ahead and to budget. Now, there are always certainly things that come up, weddings, funerals, whatever, where you may have to travel unexpectedly and on short notice. And there it's, you know, it's really hard. You're sort of at the mercy of the airlines and other companies when you're doing things on such short notice. But if you can plan ahead and book things well in advance or and budget them, it can really go a long way in in terms of preventing, you know, again, having to load up your credit cards at, at high interest rate debt mm-hmm. to be able to travel. It's got to be when I'm talking to clients about retirement, right, or the future, travel seems to be everybody's number one objective. When I retire, that's when I'm going to start traveling. And that's certainly, you know, a good goal. And we build that into people's financial plans. But at Wittenberg Wealth Partners, we really love 
being able to balance having some fun today and fun tomorrow, right? So I do think being able to build travel into your life, if that's something you like to do, is important today. You don't want to put things off. Who knows what may happen health-wise or otherwise that get in the way of that. But again, we want to make sure we're doing it in a smart way and not something that's going to have a detrimental impact. So, you know, again, I mentioned, you know, for this most recent vacation, we booked our flights well in advance. Hotels typically have cheaper deals if you're booking them well in advance. So that's the biggest thing. Again, I wanted to just say, if you, if you plan for it and plan ahead, it's going to typically end up being cheaper again. Now, if, if you got kids in school or other things and you can only travel during, let's say spring break or other windows, you know, planning ahead still can help you, but you're still traveling, you know, at some more expensive times in general. But the, so, so that's part of it, being able to book in ahead, book ahead, plan in advance, but maybe even more importantly than that is the budgeting for that, or just having, having a little travel slush fund available for that travel. So one of the things that I do, it's not just me, it's a very common thing, but I have a savings account that's specifically set aside for travel. So when I get paid each month and I'm, you know, going through how do I, you know, get the 401k, get all these other things, part of that savings piece goes into my travel bucket. So as you're planning a trip, you know, it's it's not too difficult to get a good understanding of how much a trip may cost, right? If you're thinking, hey, I really want to go to let's Mexico, wherever it is that you want to go. I want to go there. I think it's going to cost $5,000 again, just, you know, making that number up here. But if it's going to cost me 5,000 to fly there and to stay in a hotel and, and fly home, well, I know if I want to do that, okay, I know in my budget, in my savings, I can save $500 a month. Great. So I'll be ready to go to Mexico in 10 months. You can start planning and thinking and building that cash ready to go. And then, you know, picking off your flight or things when it can make sense. So one of the, you know, once you've planned ahead, you know where you want to go, you know how much you think it may cost. There's a few things you can do to try to, again, minimize the cost. Now, again, I'm not trying to say that these are the, this is the cheapest way to travel necessarily, but you can set up alerts on Google flights. Wendy's Google, have you heard of Google flights? You ever used that? No, but I can imagine what it is. Yeah. So Google tracks all the flights over, you know, that are going all anywhere you want to go and you can set up alerts to when prices are high or low and when the, when the flight price might fit within a certain range that you want. So once you know where you want to go, you can try to make sure you're getting the best deal flight wise. Um, and if you can be, you know, again, if you've got kids or other restrictions where you can only travel in certain time periods or getting time off, right. It's sometimes difficult to, to be able to request time off, but if you can be somewhat flexible in, Hey, I know I want to go to Mexico. I know it's going to cost me about this much, but I'm not dead set on, I have to go at this certain time. Being flexible like that can make a big difference cost-wise to flights and hotels. If you're not dead set on, I have to go during these certain time periods. So that Google flights thing, I think is really for those that like to travel, if you've never used it, it's definitely worth checking out just to monitor flights. You know, I also subscribe to basically every airlines emails and I get emails constantly about flight deals and things like that. 
So again, if you can be flexible on time frame, you can really figure out a really cost-effective way to travel. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's the big, you know, but again, that starts with knowing where you want to go and planning ahead. If you just think, oh, I want to, I'm free next weekend. Where should we go? That's not going to be the cheapest way to travel. You're always going to, shouldn't say always, but most of the time, if you're, if it's spur of the moment like that, you're going to be paying more for your flights than yes. you would otherwise. Had you planned Usually it. significantly more, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. It can make a really big, really big difference there. Okay. So, okay. So that's the, that was the first thing, know where you want to go and figure out how much it's going to cost. So you can budget your way to that. Now, there are a lot of other ways that you can try to minimize those flight costs, especially flights, especially right now, oil prices are high. Flights are just really expensive. So there are different types of credit cards you can use to help with that. Now, I will say for most people, you know, again, we're trying to avoid going into debt here for travel, but the credit. So, so for most people, you should just have a straight, you know, cash back credit card and make sure you're paying it off every month. But if travel is something that is really important to you, it's what you like to do. And it's, you know, you know, that's what you're going to be spending money on. Then there are certain types of credit cards that can really make a big impact on the ease of travel. And again, not necessarily the cheapest way, but helping you build up miles or other things. So for instance, I live in Salt Lake City. Delta, Salt Lake City is a Delta hub. So Delta is the primary airline here in Salt Lake. So I have a Delta SkyMiles card. So you want to do wherever you live, figure out, hey, what's the predominant airline in my city or what's the airline that I travel on the most? Mm -hmm. And look to see, you know, because almost all the airlines... I know my in-laws live in Vegas and Southwest is big there, especially to get back and forth from Salt Lake to Vegas and Southwest, you know, again, same sort of deal. They've got a credit card. You can earn bonus points and miles. So you want to do research to make sure you're picking the right card. But with my Delta Sky Miles card that I have, I get free check bags. I get priority boarding. I After a certain amount of spending, I get credits toward future flights they will get they will pay for my TSA pre-check and my clear. So just ways to make traveling easier. They cover those costs of some of the perks of these credit cards. Austin. I, yes. Is, is this a credit card or like a membership card? That's a great question. So this is a credit card. Okay. You can have with Delta, you can have a Sky Miles account and earn miles without actually having the credit card piece of it. But we, I use the credit card so that I every purchase that I make, I earn miles that can then be redeemed for flights. Okay. Now, again, if you're just going to rack up a ton of credit card debt, now you're paying a ton of interest, that's going to offset any of the benefits I'm talking about. So you want to make sure you're still being really smart and paying off that credit card each month. But by the time I get the miles for my purchases, I get the free check bags, like I mentioned, the TSA pre-check and clear, which are just ways to get through the airports faster. They provide you each year with one companion certificate. So I can fly and bring my wife with me. And all I have to do is pay like the taxes and stuff associated with the flight. But the okay. her, her ticket is actually free. So by the time you start adding up all of those bonuses, you know, depending on, again, the level of, again, with Delta, the SkyMiles card, 
There's a one that has no annual fee. There's some that have annual fees. You want to make sure you look at that too. But all those benefits for me, most of the time outweigh any annual fee on that credit card, that companion certificate, especially being, you know, very valuable to, to be able to fly with my wife and get her a free ticket. And then through Delta, they also have relationships with car rental places, hotel chains, et cetera, to be able to get more bonus miles as well as um, discounts through these other things. So you want to make sure if you're going to use a credit card that you're taking the full advantage of it. And like, a, you know, if you add up the list of all those things I just went through, that's several hundred dollars yeah. a year that they're giving me by using the card. Now, again, their hope is that I just rack up a ton of debt and I pay them a ton of interest over time. But if you can be smart about it, you know, you can get a lot of benefits without racking up the interest. Most of these travel cards too will have promotional time periods to get extra miles or sign up bonuses. So if you don't have a card and you're thinking about which one may work again, if you do the research on which is the best airline for where you live, that card typically will have some sort of bonus promotion to sign up that you can get a ton of extra bonus points and things you can use. You know, again, a disclaimer, I've probably said this too many times now, but if you're just going to rack up a bunch of debt and interest, it's not going to be the most beneficial thing. But if you can be smart about it, it can make a significant difference. The other thing, and this is the international travel piece here, but with the American Express that I have, there's no international fees that they use for international transactions. So a lot of cards out there especially your local bank or debit cards. You know, if you're traveling internationally and you use your card, they typically ding you with some sort of international fee. So if you're going to be traveling internationally, again, the credit cards can offer you some serious perks by making sure that you can avoid those fees or ATM fees and all these other things that are typically out there. Some other international travel tips, because one of the biggest issues you run into with international travel is currency. If you're going to go to Europe, you need euros or where, you know wherever you're going, you've got to exchange currency. And most people just think, oh, I can do that at the airport. But that is the absolute worst place to do that because their fees are going to be the highest. You're just, you're not going to get as much of a bang for your buck. So one of the things, if you know you're traveling internationally, your local bank can pre-order that currency for you. So it takes a little bit of planning ahead. You sort of have to be prepared and pull out maybe more money than you were planning to, to take with you rather than just getting it there. But your fees are going to be a lot lower and you're going to have better exchange rates typically if you do that through your local bank. So that's one of the things we just did before we just traveled internationally. We went to the bank and I tried to make a good estimate. Hey, I know I've got these things I'm trying to do. I know they cost about this much. Let's get this much cash. And that prevented me from having to go again to ATMs and have these really significant fees associated with getting money out of ATMs and currency conversions and all these things. So when it comes to the conversions, like, do you have some sort of chart or, I mean, I know they change all the time. Like that's the, the biggest problem I think is how much of our dollars translate to the other currency. Yeah. You have all of that worked out before you leave? 
Yeah. So that's something when you're ordering the currency from your bank, they will help you with that. Because to your point, it is changing all the time. You can just Google it, right? But typically, whatever you Google isn't going to be perfect because there are going to be, even if you're ordering the currency at your local bank, there still are fees and things that the bank charges. So it's not, not perfect, but that can give you a general sense of, you know, if you're going to Europe, typically one US dollar is not, you know, it's worth less than one euro, right? So, and they can give you, they can help you with the math on that to know if I want a thousand euros, that might cost me 1100 US dollars right now, right? And that, but that number is always changing. And, you know, right now, as far as I know, traveling to Europe is actually a good deal for Americans right now compared to historically what it has been because the dollar is strong right now. You know, not that that's the sole reason you ought to go, but definitely something to pay attention to. For the most part, any other place you go, the the dollar is going to be stronger than their currency, right? So you're getting more bang for your buck. Europe's one of the few places that is sort of in reverse, but you want to make sure you you know about that going into it, knowing that, hey, when I spend money over there, it's going to cost me a little more. You know, so back to that budgeting and planning ahead, knowing about how much things are going to cost. Okay. Okay. The last piece here, and again, this is an added expense, so not the cheapest thing, but I think it more than makes up for it in terms of efficiency and just simplifying your vacation is using a travel agent. You know, there are a million out there. So you want to do your research there, certainly, or, you know, talk to people that, that have traveled or gone on trips that maybe you're interested in to see what they did. But I do think that the the added benefits of using a travel agent can make a huge difference just in terms of the efficiency of the trip. They, most of the time they can get you special access to you know, hotels or they have their network of people to help with tr- transportation to and from the airport or other things. There's a lot of benefits you know, but, uh, to using their network. But I think just the efficiency of your time can make a big difference so that you're not back to that budgeting and planning ahead and why people run into issues is they go somewhere, but they hadn't really planned their agenda. So they're taking Ubers all over the place or just maybe not doing the traveling in the most efficient manner or going to different areas in the wrong order. Let's say again, just where you're taxiing too far or whatever it may be, but having somebody that's familiar with the area that can lay out, Hey, here's the order you should do things in. These things make sense to do together because they're close just can make things really a lot more efficient for you, improve the quality of your vacation. And I do think can save you some money, making sure you do things, you know, in the, in the right order at the right times, they're going to know the tips and tricks so that you're not just stuck paying the highest last minute prices for all the things you want to do, but right. using a travel agent, they can, they know the the tips and tricks. And I do think that's something that ultimately ends up being worth your money. Now, if that's probably more of an international travel. Some of the bigger things, if you're just traveling within the United States, you're probably going to have a pretty good sense for how things work, what things cost and what to do. But if you're going somewhere you've never been before or someone that's really foreign to you, um, I do think that using a travel agent can make a big difference, um, you know, in the overall experience for you, even though it may cost a little bit more, I think it will be worth, worth the effort there. So 
It just makes sense. Yes, it does just <laughs> make sense. Most of the things that we talked about today really, I think, all comes back to that just budgeting and planning ahead, trying to avoid the last minute travel. That's where people get in issues. That's where they have to use debt or go into debt for their travel is because they haven't planned ahead. So if you're planning ahead, all of these other things will fit into place. So if you have any questions or you'd like to figure out how travel can fit into your financial picture today, please check out our website at wittenbergwealth.com or you can text us at 801-839-7056. Please remember to subscribe to the Wealth of Insight podcast and share with your friends and family. Thank you for listening to the Wealth of Insight podcast. Click the subscribe button below to be notified when new episodes become available. Securities offered through LPL Financial, member FINRA SIPC. Investment advice offered through Stratos Wealth Partners, a registered investment advisor. Stratos Wealth Partners and Wittenberg Wealth Partners are separate entities from LPL Financial. The information covered and posted represents the views and opinions of the guest and does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of Wittenberg Wealth Partners. The content has been made available for informational and educational purposes only. The content is not intended to be a substitute for professional investing advice. Always seek the advice of your financial advisor or other qualified financial service provider with any questions you may have regarding your investment planning.